Everybody got something to say. There's too many Indians trying to be chips. Opinions run around like a wild goose chase. We don't know what we think we know anyway. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about it, not too much. Don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about it, not too much. Don't talk about it. Hey, 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 America, it's your boy, Jesse Cooper, jessicooper.com. I have something I want to talk about. That's right. I want to talk about it. What are we going to talk about? I'm going to talk about Naomi Osaka and the 2020 U.S. Open. That's right. Well, we're going to add a little bit of Djokovic to it. Congrats to some of the players. And um, just give you a little quick think of thought. I promise you it will be brief. I won't hold you long. But some things happen. I wanted to express myself. I want to share a think of thought with you. Are you ready? Get ready. Three, two, one, let's get ready to talk about it. So how about we start with hot and heavy, going with Novak, hot and heavy. That's right, hot and heavy, going with Novak. Well, Djokovic, Novak, Djokovic, we all know he was suspended. We all know why the he hit a ball it accidentally hit the lines person if an official is injured something like that to the extent that happened then you're automatically disqualified which means defaulted or whatever you want to call the word the point is tennis has to change we can't have People not showing emotion and if they do then because they showed emotion the whole world wants to be angry and use that as cause to say this is why they need to go now in fact the rules state he had to leave because of the rules however I'm saying I would love to see those rules changed I would love Novak and the rest of the players to come together, launch a players association that's part of the solution that is needed right now so that they can have fair representation as a collective. Okay? There's absolutely no reason to have canceled the match. Now, you don't lose that much because Novak was a part of, you know, first time here a grand slam that didn't have an audience. Okay. So there's not much that's at stake here other than these guys playing tennis. Okay. And the rest of the umpires get an early break. It's over. Everybody go chill out for a second. We'll retool and come back later after these messages, that kind of mentality. But something's wrong with that because what if this were a stadium full of people paid good money flew from different countries to watch this guy i'm a fan of this guy if that's the case then i want to watch him and i don't want to be punished because he did some dewey bit um pokemon kind of bump for the ball and then it hit someone now first of all let's put this out there no one wants anyone to be hurt or harm caused to them however things are going to happen If we look at other sports like basketball, football, 
You look at other sports like boxing, UFC. The boxers get hit after the fact. You know, the referee tries to break it up. Bell rings, trying to stop him. All of a sudden, somebody's not really paying attention. They, You get popped, elbowed or something. There's some discretion there with the referee. But the other part is, it's just good old-fashioned common sense. If you're not trying to intentionally cause harm, then some things we got to excuse and let go. We can't hold on to tradition and other stupid things for that. Okay, so I'm not going to go into over detail mode because I want to be brief tonight, but I want to put that out there. Okay, now one of the things talk about solution for a second uh, here. One of the things that Novak did and some other guys, they started a, you know, a players union. All right. I'm happy to hear about that. I'm happy to hear that they have been moving forward with things. I was contacted uh, a long time ago by um, a top, top player. Not a just a hundred player or a two hundred player, but a top top player, an actual player. Well, in I don't want to give his position away, but well in the top fifty. Okay, well in the top forty, actually. Um, the um, <clears throat> the way this worked was he shared information, asked my advice, I gave it to him, and then months later, I heard um, through the grapevine someone who was in Florida who's in professional tennis. He gave me a call. He's a coach, though, now. And um, between Orlando and Tampa area, and he goes, hey, you know, here's what's going on. So I had this great talk with him, and I was happy about it. It wasn't the first time I learned of, learned of it, but um, it was good to hear that there was momentum and that somebody else is saying, hey, this might be coming through. Now, fast forward. We're here in September. Djokovic is there. They make the announcement. They're going to get a players association together that players have already signed off that's a good thing if you want to hear some of what i have to say about it go check out some of the old podcasts that's right some of my old podcasts you can flip around uh through anchor and spotify you can find it and learn a little bit more in my views of why i th- what i think and why i think what i believe for uh from a professional standpoint um and as a professional advisor to professional athletes and uh those that own and contract licensing intellectual property i.e tennis tournaments and so on I think I might have something that may interest you in that. So uh, check it out. It's pretty good. It's lengthy, uh, lengthy, but it's uh, it's pretty good. Now, enough of that. You understand my point. This segment is about Novak Djokovic. Did he? Should he have? Should he have not uh, been suspended? Um, or the match been suspended? No, I don't think he should have. Okay. I think we have to stop allowing things like this to slow the evolution of the game down and the impact the game has from an entertainment standpoint uh we have to do that so anyway my point is made again we're going to talk about it but we're going hard and fast i'm done with that now what's my next point we have something up that uh, i want to talk about um i wanted to even lead with this but i didn't um, so if I didn't, I'm going to do it now. Congratulations to all of the winners of the uh, 2020 U.S. Open, uh, in particular, uh, Dominique uh, team and um, Naomi Osaka. I enjoyed watching a lot of the play. I thought that was really cool. Now, if you don't play, you're not going to punish me because I'll be OK with you never playing. Uh, that's just the reality. I don't gain anything from you 
playing. I, mean, I don't benefit from it, okay? Other than watching, uh, it's good to see you doing your thing. Uh, it benefits you. So that's where I'm at with that. But how about I use that to transition to this point? I wanted to talk about Naomi because I received a, I think it was a social media post in uh, an image um, and Damu sent it to me and I saw the photo. I'm going to use it in this podcast and um, associate affiliated with the podcast. I am excited because I thought the photo was beautiful. I thought Naomi looked stunning. Look, I mean, astonishing. She was just, it was an awesome pick. Pretty cool. Right. But. And I mean, but that has come. After the fact, I was I woke up and saw a bunch of photos with on social media. I don't know if it was Twitter or Facebook, but um, I, I scrolled around and well, lordy, what did I see? I saw of all people. Naomi Osaka in a photo holding the trophy with the backdrop of being the U.S. Open Stadium and uh, some dude with her. I'm not going to do any research on this. I'm not I don't care who he is. He's whether he's a dad, mom, boyfriend, concubine. I don't care. OK, I really don't. And, and none of that matters anything uh, to me. Why I wanted to share this podcast with you all and talk about it. OK, let's talk about it is. I didn't like the fact that Naomi Osaka, one, was wearing these foolish masks on her face, all right, over overselling, over talking about dead people. Um, but before I can really get into that, I think it's fair to give the U.S. Open a little bit of credit. Can we applaud the U.S. Open a little bit? Clap, 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 clap. There we go. Okay. I didn't like the fact that the USTA um, put out the uh, Black Lives Matter banner and all the other kind of stuff. I'm not not big on that kind of junk. I guess you call it social hoopla justice or whatever. I don't like it. I thought it was beneath them, but uh, they went with it. Now, why am I saying that? I get to say that now because... The USTA and US Open went along with Naomi's little cause to wear the mask and give her plenty of airtime and so on. And I thought it was just a slap in the face. The fact that having given her a platform, she decides to get in a photo, a photo which I rolled across social media. And I saw this. She's in the photo. And then within this photo, it's something that's miraculous. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, this whoa, I don't even know what to call this other than stupid. I just used the word miraculous, but just it, man, it has to be something to be said about a person who wins the U.S. Open, puts the trophy in her hand, gets with some other guy and he chunks a middle finger f you finger into the camera and i'm thinking well who's with her who's her handler right someone should step up someone should say something someone should do something stop this foolishness and certainly do not publish don't hit post i mean come on 
How dumb. But this is supposed to be about Naomi. As a an agent, a marketing representative, a strategist, a manager, all those things, a guru, transformational coach. I'm looking at this and saying there's so much potential for her. Why would you not want to do better? And a lot of people are going to argue, oh, it was social justice, Jesse, and she's doing it. Mm, no, no, not at all. So I want to talk about that. And I'm going to do it in a one minute rundown. First of all, Naomi Osaka, and this is just how I see it. I'm giving it to you in one minute. Naomi Osaka was pretty much in prison with these tennis tournaments. She stayed there for like five weeks or whatever. You're with the biggest names in the sport, pretty much, and the playmakers and decision makers, okay? Like USTA, et cetera, et cetera. They gave you the chance. Why not move something? Because the needle is not going to move by wearing a mask. It's pointless. Those people you're wearing the mask of, they're dead, okay? Jesus is dead as well. If you want, he's first in line and he's a better person to model yourself after of. Model yourself after Christ, not these fools uh, with their names on your mask. If you're going to put a name on your mask, it counts. Add Christ, add Jesus. OK, there you go. You know, a guy that came out with a song recently says, try Jesus, not me. OK, check it out. Try Jesus, <laughs> not me. It's, it, that's part of the, the line. But try Jesus, I, I believe is the name of it. And. I think about that song and I hear Trump all the time just being himself. Okay. And we're talking about social justice and I'm looking at Naomi and I'm saying, what's your point? And to her, I guess I did some reading. She talked about systemic racism, et cetera, et cetera. A bunch of repeat, repeat, repeat crap talk that you heard somebody else say, we got to cut out the hashtag the acronyms it's so easy to just come up with something and start hating somebody and throwing that kind of shade against an entire system and thinking that you're relevant but the truth is Naomi is in power and it's privilege that enables her and empowers her to be able to do that so I don't understand the whole audacity to talk about systemic this and systemic problems and especially through the lens of racism which means now you have a problem with black people not getting their due or being empowered to do more so what happens is what happens is you're in a sport that's predominantly a white sport a lack of fairness for people would be the people from all around the world having to witness these black lives matter banners uh, that the U.S. Open did not consider and they decided to use the American platform uh, while receiving as a reception global players all around the world. You're putting a very much a small issue up and it is a small issue because if we're talking about the number of people watching number of people that the problem is with the number of people who actually got shot and killed this year, we don't have too many people to talk about, OK, by police officers. And I'd I'd go on record saying that most of those people while they did not deserve it, okay, it happened and they certainly didn't do anything to avoid it. So it was edged on by them um, and it could have been prevented. And we can't just say it needs to be prevented by police officers, um, even though this is not my point. But I got to say it. I think it's fair to say it that um, the police officers are 
for whatever reason, keep getting looped into combative situations and scenarios. It would have been nice to have just leave the combativeness alone for most of them because they can't do that well. So they're scary and they make mistakes. Okay, Breonna Taylor, that was a mistake. It was a response back. Shots were fired. An officer was hit. He shoots back. They're trying to serve a warrant. It is what it is. The particulars of what led up in process to them getting there has nothing to do with whether or not they were in their right to fire back and whether or not even Brianna was in and, and, and her man in the, at the time was there shooting at the door, whoever came through the door. You're supposed to defend yourself. Do what you have to do. Nobody's going to knock that out. Now, I'm about over my one minute now. You're probably saying, Jesse, why'd you say one minute? Well, that was just to keep you listening <laughs> because... Uh, there's no way I can finish this in one minute, but uh, I'm going to do my best to close it out real short because, again, we're just going to talk about it. Now, back to the message. Naomi gets excited about this idea of this Breonna Taylor and some other people on their mask, George Floyd. I'm from Houston. He's from Houston. Um, I think something's weird, though. You're a privileged person. A week or so ago, a couple weeks ago, you decided you didn't want to play. You were going to quit. Rosa Park never quit. She didn't have that luxury. She didn't have your privilege. Okay, that's the truth behind it. You guys are applauding the foolishness of someone who's very immature trying to make decisions. And now she's on the photo throwing up a middle finger on the backdrop of one of the most awesome stadiums. Okay, built with a partner who supported her efforts to get this social justice hoopla out to the world. So the best you can do at the end of the tournament while holding up the U.S. Open trophy is to pretty much poop on everyone who potentially caught COVID. We're talking about lines, people, crew, people, you name it, who who risked themselves to come there in New York to be a part of something to give you an opportunity one week you want to quit now you want to just act a damn fool and you got whoever that guy is in the picture with you holding up the f you sign you say well this is just stupid of all the just stupid okay now i've represented some of the best professional athletes on the planet huge names but what i want to say is i would have made sure i had handler or some guy around him i also will say this that um she can't control the guy, but she could have said, hey, I have to distance myself from you. I have to, we have to cut this out. This is not good. You're, you're going to mess my career up. You're not even considering my career. But Naomi, I wasn't there. Don't know. But I'm assuming she didn't say that, which is why that photo was posted. And she hadn't already come out with a statement to say, uh-uh, Jack, I'm dropping you. OK, if that's the boyfriend, if it's the homeboy, check your crew. OK, so I don't want to beat you all up on this, but I will say this and I'm saying it for a reason. One of the reasons I disagree with Naomi is, is when while I disagree with her, I can appreciate the effort. OK, while I disagree with the USTA and, and US Open people, I appreciate the effort of what they're saying. That said, it's a problem and it's a problem because there are so many more solutions right there that she could have did you're in lock you're locked up with them so why not go ahead and tap them on the shoulder and say instead of me quitting matches i'm going to dedicate and allocate all the money to a fund instead of me 
wearing these masks. I'm going to wear masks because I need to for safety, but I'm not going to make a joke out of it. Too many people have died. Time is out for that craziness. But what she could have done, what I would have hoped she would have done, was said, hey, I'm going to donate all my money. I'm going to call a bunch of these NBA people who want to boycott, who want to not play, and say, hey, guys, you're privileged. That's why you can do that. It doesn't cost you anything. Okay? How about this? Why don't we just play and fight for those people? Anybody can die over stupidity, but can you live for me? Will you go work for me? Yeah, that's right. I'm saying it. That's right. But what I want you to do is consider this, Naomi. What if you could have asked corporations to match your fund? And it's and it's designed to give money back to small businesses. So now when you're you, you have all this money, millions of dollars and the U.S. Open trophy, win or lose, it's over. You walk away, you go on to your next little thing, your thing, but you go away rich. Would have been nice for you to have donated all that money and just said, I'm going to put it in the fund. I'll reinvest the money. Get a kickback if you want, but put the money into an investment for other people. That would have been a move. Now, why am I using the USTA for this? Because she did. She wore these masks. She discussed uh, systemic racism in a variety of articles. What I would would have had her do and what I'm going to say now is going to sound another crazy for you all who are just kind of weak and soft with some reality. The USTA has NJTL. It goes into cities. It helps out people who, even if they play the game, they really can't afford the game. So they can't afford a ranking. There's a lot of things they just cannot afford to do. Systematically, that's a screwed up system. It's pretty obvious, too. The other catch to that is the USTA funds a lot of things like that. And they have a lot of leverage and power, but they never speak to municipalities or um, cities and counties where the ordinance can change uh, and permit rules can change so that they can empower people to use those public courts and learn the game. Right now, in most, a lot of cities, I won't say most, but I'm going to say a lot of cities, there are ordinances that prevent people from uh, like teaching tennis and teaching youth and things like that. Well, how are they going to learn? If you're poor and you got a guy in the neighborhood who wants to help you and coach you, he can't do that. Now, public court, public space, I'd be able to publicly teach him. I can go to a public library and I can educate somebody and tutor someone there. Imagine that. Imagine them saying, hey, no, don't read. You need to go to a private place and read. You need to go to a private place and teach that person how to read. Something is wrong with that. And so in tennis, so such a screwed up system, of which I'm not going to go into tonight about all the details that I want to go into. I'm just going to pass on that because I want to talk about it and keep it swift for you. So tennis is a complicated beast because we have people who can be certified by just taking a test and know a little bit about the game, but they really don't understand coaching people and developing uh, and, and uh, building and managing opportunities. So but Naomi Osaka had played in the park. A lot of people, Eubanks, um, Zena Garrison, Lord McNeil, a lot of these people got their start in the park. Most people did. A lot of blacks, people of color, okay, got their start in the park. Naomi, you want change? Change your house. Change the people in your house. 
You call about and cry about it being systemic and black folk can't be empowered. How many of those black people you're hiring? How many of the black people uh, to be hired did you hold the ATP and the WTA accountable for? How many black people work for the organization at the top as a decision maker? Not the ones who just look black, but they don't even serve any form of a black agenda. They won't even acknowledge the fact that uh, there is uh, an undercurrent that's going a different way, direction than the <laughs> than what's perceived uh, by the river. You can say, hey, man, something is wrong with this. You're sitting with them, Naomi. Why not ask them to come out on that to all of the parks and recreation departments and say, hey, this is wrong. I'm from Houston. I'll call it out. Houston Tennis Association. They support crazy things. That's a CTA, if you all don't understand it, Community Tennis Association uh, underneath the uh, Texas section. So, but they serve the overall body and mission of USTA as well. They serve the interests, is what I mean. And so, I would have loved to have heard her, like Djokovic came out with the union to try to make moves for players. I would have loved to hear Naomi come out, Osaka. The Osaka agenda. Okay. And y'all say, well, she's young. You know, she's just a tennis player. Well, then she just should have kept her mouth shut and that mask off her mouth. And don't be going and speaking to reporters about uh, social justice and change when you're rolling with the enemy. That's about as stupid as the protesters walking down the street. Perfectly good street yelling into the air without a mask on in the middle of a pandemic. You yell into an air and then you have the audacity to invite a few politicians to come and walk with you. Kumbaya side by side with you. So now you guys are walking down the street together. You're yelling out loud saying they don't listen to us. They don't do this. But you're walking with the they and the them who are the problem. Naomi is rolling and staying riding shotgun with the they and the them who are causing the problems. She could have easily leveraged herself, knocked on the door of Serena and the rest of them and said, let's do something. Here's what I'm proposing. And I have, I'm going to put some money on it. I'm going to reach out and make personal phone calls. Since it's COVID, I have very little to do. I can make some phone calls. That's what I'm going to do. I ask that you all join me. Okay. She could have said, hey, U.S. Open, instead of putting the crazy Black Lives Matter banner and wasting all that space, why don't you just go ahead and support a lot of the black-owned businesses? And we just put in a lottery system and we put their names up every day so that people can see them. And here's the other catch. Those logos are not enough, so what I'll do every match I win, instead of me putting a mask on about somebody who's dead, who Lord knows what they really did, I'm going to name uh, black owned businesses like 10 each time I'm going to empower people I think there's a disconnect I think that uh, you know she could have said I think that uh, racism exists and social uh, justice is needed in this case I think there's systemic racism acknowledging all of that stuff and then say so here's what I'm going to do about it here's my part here's how I'm going to be a game changer but nope not 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 uh not Osaka Traka. Nope. Triathlon Osaka decides she's going to get in the picture when all this is said and done and smile with the F-bomb finger just right there. Bam. Poked out. Bam. Bam, bam. Meanwhile, she holds the trophy 
Look at us. Look at us. Look how stupid we look. Now, uh, there was a photo that Damo Bob sent me, and uh, I thought that was great. It was through, a, I guess I checked on it. It was a Twitter feed. And um, I thought it was a beautiful photo of Naomi. Really beautiful. I thought it was awesome. I was like, man, that's her. She's classy. Nope. All of a sudden, she turned to a rap song and became this typical like black athlete who just gets into trouble, who does makes the wrong moves. She's not killing anybody. She's not walking into a nightclub spraying. She's not getting high off her own supply. None of that kind of craziness. <laughs> what she is doing, though, is just making stupid people moves. Yep. Running her privileged mouth about something that she really can't even see right. So I didn't like that. And I'm not just talking to her. I'm talking to all of you all because each of you sort of, you know, have your, your take on it, your spin on it. And a lot of you, if you support that movement, you're like, no, but she's great. But this is good. Like, you know, she needs to take it further. No, she doesn't. No. Because if she was serious, there's no way in expletive expletive that she would have decided to have that guy in the photo with her doing that that's just a diss to everything that was accomplished to all the lives who who that passed that's a diss it's a diss you can't be strong for 24 more hours till you get on the plane and get to stepping something's wrong with that so anyway I'm off that. I'm off that. There are a lot of other solutions that can happen. We, when we look at like tournament directors and giving opportunities, uh, wild cards and et cetera to blacks. Well, who controls those wild cards? You know, do are, are there enough black hosts that are hosting futures and challengers? Ask the USTA for that. Oh no, don't want to do that. That's too much like right. All of these things are within Naomi's control. She had the people there. She could have talked to them. That's what solution looks like. In a sight of the boogeyman. Since this, you know, systemic racism thing is supposedly real, but nobody can ever touch the put a finger on it and touch the guy. There's nothing real tangible. It's always, you know, an idea versus this happened to me. And I know because I know because this happened to me and, and can prove it. Right. No, it's always the boogeyman. Boogeyman don't exist. So we argue with the boogeyman. And I'm saying, take your boogeyman, your piece of a boogeyman that you're arguing about systemic racism, rigid, uh, prejudice and racism and all this kind of crap that's going widespread in America, which I don't believe is. But I really wish she would have capitalized on it because, again, you are Naomi Osaka. OK, pound for pound, one of the best currently in the game. OK, one of one of the best, if not can say the best currently in the game. I'm still a fan of Riri, of Serena. Okay. That's it. That's it. I'm not going to go expound in detail. I think you all get the point. I can do a lot more. I can share a lot more. Uh, I'm going to table the conversation for now. Um, but there is one more thing I want to address. Oops. Oopsie daisy. So one more thing I want to address, I think can shed a little bit of light on this before I let the beat ride out. <laughs> I did not like the fact that the U.S. Open is this global platform. OK. 
And for whatever it's worth, these guys have to continue to play three out of five sets and get paid exactly the same amount of money as the people playing two out of three. Naomi, you could have changed that. You could have said, hey, we're not asking for this or that. I'm not even asking. What we are going to say is until you make it equal, don't pay us equally. Oh, wait a minute. Let me say that again, because some of y'all just said, what? Buh, buh, buh. Well, until you have the format that is commensurate to theirs, we want what we want, but we only want our just do. We don't want more than that. Keep the change. They're playing three out of five. We're playing two out of three. Do the math. Okay. Cool. In percentages, right? You get where I'm coming from. See, that would be real, but we can't just keep calling out people. And when we're called on, we say it's a boogeyman and he's not here today. He's unavailable. It's a boogeyman and he's unavailable. Okay, that's what it sounds like. But then the other catch to that is we can't just say, hey, we're going to do nothing. But we do have to be fair. And then whatever we're going to do, openly share about everything that's happening. Both sides. Of the argument. That's what I really want. But I was kind of. Taken back when I saw it. Come across the screen. I said well man. You're Naomi Osaka. Is this the best you can do? Now yeah I can go off on her. I can talk about how stupid things are. How bad this is. What this really means. I'll educate you from top to bottom. And I'll call you out. Every time you try to use the boogeyman. Instead of naming a person's name. Like yourself. By the way, has anybody listening to this podcast ever experienced racism in the past 12 months? Like where you say that guy's a racist and he impeded my ability to work or my ability to get a job. Question mark right there. No. Okay. I think now I'm not asking about your friend. Don't tell me about your friend. Don't tell me about your mother who's passed away. Tell me about you. Your mother, your father can speak for themselves. Shut up about them. Talk about you. Black lives matter. Yeah, right. All lives matter. That's more like it. Okay. Now, the other thing I would have loved to see Naomi do, and I'm going to shut up after this. Shutting the mic off. Okay. I would have loved to see her raise those funds, a capital investment fund uh, to uh, four rather uh, businesses and small business people who need to resuscitate and give her a new business plan. Or they need to just start over and lose out on whatever they had. I, I, I think that would have been great. But also, I would have loved to see Naomi take that money and have it stored um to help out guys have, uh, especially blacks, to have more work opportunities into professional tennis, to be given more experience, to help the young folk. I mean, we have American Tennis Association out there trying to do things, but I mean, why should we need need them if we have Naomi and all of the the Osaka dollar, Osaka dollar? Okay, come on. Don't you want to make a change? Don't you want to empower, make an impact? This cannot be about 
a few people that nobody's ever met and don't know about. And you want to build an entire campaign on a hocus pocus lie. That hurts. That's ignorant. And I'm not going to sit back and allow somebody to do that. The F you picture is stupid. It's immature. And you're showing the true intent you had behind George Floyd and the rest of those weak protests that you did, staging of a protest you did. Rosa Park had to sit down on the bus. You just wanted to sit out just to get your nails done or whatever reason you were doing it. I don't know for sure. That's the disclaimer. Let me give that to you. I just thought nails done sound cute. But the reality is. She should have never quit. It's the wrong message to send. We're better than that. We're better than you. We're better than the finger being thrown up. We're better than that. My time is just up. Wanted to share this thought with you. I have a lot more I can say, but I'm going to leave it at that. Just wanted to give you a thinker thought. Together with jessecooper.com. Mama serving good anyways. Feeding them for attention is a bitter taste. Tell me how we got addicted to the stupid things. Um, 